there's one thing that we all fear that we lack and that's confidence well peep into yourself you surely find it somehow and if you want to know how you want to build that well tune into this episode hey there i am ishani nigam and you have tuned into my first step ever podcast I realized life's too short to postpone your dreams and too long to live someone else's. So after failing thousand times and finally on a journey to fulfill my dreams of impacting people's life through what I do the best, entertain and educate through podcasting, digital content creation and thought leadership. On this podcast, I uncover stories that help you see why you must do what you want in life. build conviction to follow them and how to build systems to sustain them and if you are an entrepreneur or a brand seeking exactly the same then i'm up for a chat on my instagram handle which is at my first step ever underscore in but for now if you want to achieve your goals and build never failing systems then what are you waiting for let's get started welcome on my first step ever I'm so excited that every time that I invite a guest speaker that I get to hear a story of their own of very unique experiences and there we learn that how each one of us can take that one step towards our goal there could be many things that might be surrounding us the people the feelings the vibe and probably our own internal situation but what if i say that you always always yes always have a way to get out of it well if you don't believe me you must tune into this episode right away so please join me in welcoming claudia varias all the way from spain hi claudia hi hi shani hi I'm so excited to be here <laughs> welcome on my first step ever i'm already thrilled to see your energy it has just it has just <laughs> taken the entire episode on a different level right now So before I start digging into a lot of questions that I have for you for your amazing journey that you have taken I would like to introduce you to today from what I know of you you have had a very good successful corporate career for about 8 to 10 years and you were working with really big uh, really well known fintech company and then came a situation where you felt really burnt out and you had a massive you know an internal dialogue that you had one day you know you know you don't understand what is going on and then you took the charge of your life you became your own coach and now you are helping other people you are the career and mindset coach for a lot of professionals out there so claudia congratulations on starting your own venture and taking that first step in your life Mm, thank you so Amazing. much Shani. thank you <laughs> okay i'm very excited so usually what i do is like i ask my speak, uh, guest speakers to take us back in their teenage time and tell us how everything you know what were they surrounded with but let me just straight this time just straight away go to that phase where we know we'll find a lot of gold for everyone who's listening to us the very end end of your you know the glorious uh, career corporate career what was going in your mind at that <laughs> point in time yes okay let's dive straight into it then so basically the context here so i've been yes 8 years in corporate and the way that i grew up 
is basically I had a goal, okay? In my early 20s, I had a goal to just get into big tech companies and just become a director as fast as possible. That was my goal. <laughs> and Massive. I just took on the goal, but I never, you know, like I never sat down and actually reflected about the goal, you know, like why do I want that goal? Right? Like, what is there for me uh, in this, and why do I really want to do that? So I've been chasing that uh, that goal to really become a, a, a director as fast as possible in a big company. And so every career step that I've done was aligned towards the goal, right? So I moved to Dubai, I've spent some time in Dubai, I moved to London, spent some time in London, then I moved to Barcelona to help set up like a new, new uh, office and a new hub here in Europe for a big American company. And then I also took on um, master's in big data analytics while being a first-time manager. And so my most recent job was being a big data analytics manager for a big uh, American company managing a team of data scientists. And wow. so every step was just aligned you know, to that goal. And I've been just dedicating like all my time, all my energy to make sure that I am being seen in my jobs, right? And I'm, I am being seen as a high performer and that I am seen some, that I am being seen as someone with, with potential. And that, that has been playing out like all along. So I always had really good opportunities. Uh, at the same time, I worked for these opportunities as well. Like I don't believe that opportunities come up because of luck. I believe opportunities come up because you do the right work or you're committed and then the right opportunities show up. And so it was so interesting because I was there with my 20th birthday, actually. So it was like two years ago. And wow, I was, yeah. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I have everything that I really wanted, right? Like I have a, I manage a big team. I'm a manager in a big American company. I earn well, right? It's like, okay, I have everything that I actually really wanted. And everyone, like my family, my friends, everyone around was like, oh, you, you have such a great career and you're doing so well. And you know, everything's so amazing. And, you know, every evening, though, before I went to bed, it didn't feel amazing whatsoever to me, <laughs> you know, like I was like, I was like, especially the last like two years, it was like, I don't know, I don't feel it. Something is missing. Like, what, what's going on? And then obviously the pandemic hit as well. I feel right. like at this time, right, when the lines are very blurry between work and private, like this, this time where you kind of realize and the basic things of like going to the supermarket or going outside or just breathing suddenly became like scary things, you know, yeah. to do. There was the time where I just realized, okay, what's going on? Why do I feel like that? And then I just basically took a moment and realized, um, unfortunately, I waited a long time because my body has been giving me signs all along the way that I was just exhausted. I was tired that something's just not right, but I kept ignoring it. And so I reached a point where I had burnout, I had depression. And so I worked with coaches and, and therapists as well. I still do because I just see the value in that. But in that time, I just realized that that was the first time after so many years that I actually stopped and took a step back, actually, and reflected right. on what is it that I actually really want in my career, right? Right. Yeah. I I'm Go just good kind of... Uh, come in over here right now and I wanted to ask you at this very point my question over to you over here is that you mentioned a while back that you had very massive goals for you set out and you were doing all the right things to yeah. get there and you, of course yes. you met and achieved your goals yeah. so at that point in time and when COVID hit you just took a pause and for the very first time you had some time to reflect upon your journey that what has been going wrong 
Yes. So it, during this time, like when you started off, when you had first put that goal into your head, do you remember by any chance, like why you had that goal in your head? Mm, yes, Ishani, that's Did a you super s- good question. Yeah. yeah, it's a super good question because I do actually remember, and that goes like a way, a way back. So when I finished high school, then the question is like, okay, what kind of university you go to, right? And what do you study? And so my family, they actually immigrated from Poland to Austria and my parents like worked very hard to like want to do jobs to make sure that me and my brother have opportunities to go to school and to go to university. And so that, that there was a lot of this drive to like on one hand, like make them proud as well. And on the other hand, I feel like at that in that age or in that time, you don't have exposure to all the possibilities that are really out there right and so there's like this perception in society of like what is a successful career and so before I took or made a decision on what I want to study I felt like back then that I had like three choices like either like you know um, economics law or medicine like for somehow for me there were the only sure. <laughs> yeah, right? they are kind of seen as like okay you know you're gonna I feel that. you yeah okay good <laughs> yeah I think many people do <laughs> And so like, right, and I feel like that these are the only three choices that I had that that made that where I could be successful, essentially, right? And so I went the economics route and that opened up a lot of doors. And I really love every experience. I loved every experience that I had, right? It contributed to who I am today. At the same time, I do think that in that age, like 17, 18, 19, whenever, before you go to like university, it is important to just like take maybe a little bit more ownership and just look around what else is out there in terms of like what you could study, you know, what you could do and how this could look like. And then just like do a little bit more research on what is out there rather than just thinking like, this is what will give me success and that's all I can do. Right. Which is just not true. That, that, that is, I think some golden tips coming out there from your experience that's exactly the age where we should really start thinking on our own and also Mm -hmm. go beyond you know kind of think out of the box and understand what's more important is to define our own have our own definition of success now that might be a bit challenging for a lot of us but the way things are right now you know it is very different the way generation z generation z is growing up i would say they are taking charge they are taking their own decisions but coming back to your story claudia because i think there are many generation y people also over here who are also trying to you know figure out what they want to do in their life so i think it's going to reach out to a lot of audiences of different generations who are still willing to understand what is the definition of success so as you were mentioning you were at a point during covid that you for the first time you took that break to reflect then what happened <laughs> yes then what happened like suspensive music let's imagine a suspensive music. <laughs> so uh yeah what happened what happened is that i've for the first time actually ever i started to look inwards and what i mean by looking inwards is like i started to essentially get to know myself really right i feel like until then, I don't regret any experience that I've had. I was though chasing external validation and external recognition and like this sense of like how a successful career should look like, right? So, you know, all about the title, company, salary, all these kind of things. 
And this was then the first time when I started to work with a with a coach on this to just understand what is it actually that I want, you know, like who am I? Like if I'm not my job title, if I'm not the data analytics manager at this company, then who am I? You know? And these are just the simple yeah. things because you know, like I was so consumed with that with that back then career and that work yeah. that you know, even like there was this question that I've been asking, like, what are your hobbies? And I'm like, what are my hobbies? What like reading, uh, you know, and it's just like because all you do is just work. All, what I've done is just work to achieve that kind of goal that is not yours. And so I started to really reconnect with myself because I've also realized that in that setting that I was in, I couldn't be my fullest authentic self, right? I had to put a mask on, I had to play along so true. in kind of situations. And I realized that this contributed in a way as well to how I felt. So it's like, you know, if you have to pretend to be someone you're not every single day for like eight to 10 hours a day, at some point, there will be a moment where you will just feel very like, whoa, you know, like, do I really want this? Right. Yeah. And so then I, so I started to do all this big work and then I just realized, okay, what is, what else is out there? Right. Because for me, there was only, I was very narrow minded. It was only black and white for me, like the thinking that I had back then. It's just like, okay, I'm in corporate, I'm climbing up the corporate ladder and I continue to do that. Deep down, I did have always like in most of my like adult years, I had an idea of like, I would love to be my own boss, but somehow that idea was just like in another galaxy almost. You know? yeah. <laughs> it was not something is like, no, like there's no one in my family that has their own business. There, none of my friends, like the, it was just, it's just, it felt like it's not for me. However, I've then realized and um, that I've then opened up like different portals basically to this other galaxy. And the good thing was like to just not set myself any huge goals anymore, but just to be curious on what else is out there. And so then I did a, a, a professional coaching certification for six months. And then through that, I, I learned more about myself and I gained the skills. And then through that, I just realized, okay. I really want to do this. I really want to help people transform their careers, right? And I really want to help people to get a new perspective and just, at the end, enjoy life and not identify yourself with your career so much and just be here for what life really is here for. And so long, and then, so basically I, you know, when you build up then your own business and when clients come to me during this time, I'll never say, okay, quit your job right now and focus fully on this business. This, this is not realistic. Like building up your own business it takes time, right? It's a long-term yep. thing. And so uh, I've done that as well myself. So I stayed one more year uh, in a manager job while I was working on my coaching business to pay off student debts, right? There are different kinds of things that you need to process first. We have some buffer aside. And then in January this year, I quit and I fully focus on my uh, business and I'm running my own coaching, uh, career changing mindset coaching business. Lovely. Let me just trace back yep. a few steps and highlight some of the amazing things that you have very naturally in a very candid way you have just shared with us. The first thing I would like to kind of highlight over here is that you mentioned that you looked inwards. This is something that we do not realize that there is a world inside which is much, much more important and a bit more easier to kind of work upon because there are many factors outside that's not in our control. And I think that is one question that a lot of us should be asking ourselves at whatever age we are. It doesn't mean that, you know, if you get your answers that you are a kind of a person that maybe is a bit different from the 
kind of job that you're doing but if you still like what you're doing you can find out find out ways to be yourself and keep doing that job it's not about you know one day as claudia just said suddenly one day just going there and just you know quitting everything that you've done in your entire life i'm sure that you have done a lot of hard work to get wherever you are but it's all about taking a time of taking some time off or taking a pause and reflecting that is this what mm. you really want is this who you really are and the next very interesting thing thing that you mentioned is that you know that you i like that you are very honest you said that you just thought black and white well there are many who just think that way because we are trained that way and yes. i'm happy that people are taking that step nowadays you know and for example you're coming you have come here to share your story being very honest that how we think why we think that way and how your ch- thinking changes and that is the essence of everything that can change in your life your thinking so claudia yeah. thank you so much for taking us through those few steps and now let's get to the point where you mentioned that that's when you started your business and there was one whole year of very uh, very challenging time where you were setting up your business are you able to take us through top 3 challenges while you were setting your business for the very first time mm yes so top 3 challenges so the first one it's interesting because it has nothing really much to do with like the the, the working the hours or the the hustling kind of thing right it has more to do related to mindset and how things made me feel so the top challenge for sure was first for me to like gain the confidence and really believe that i can do this right because you know especially if you're in an environment where people around you they don't have had experience in that and they don't believe that it is possible for them so they project it on you as well right and they don't mean wow, it in that true. way but they, they just don't know differently right so it's like you know when um i'm very lucky because i have a very supportive partner who was who was always like yes go for it try it try it try it and that was really important however i will say that the naborn challenge was like really to have the confidence in myself and to not let myself like not pursue what i wanted to pursue because of the limiting beliefs of people around me right so that's i think the first one the second one was then to set boundaries really at work but also with friends and family members in a sense that like especially at work like for someone who i was i was dedicated to my job right so i was working a lot of hours after hours sometimes weekends all these kind of things to then suddenly kind of detach from that job right and to set boundaries and to say no to certain kind of projects and to say like okay no i have to take care of myself first right um so that was definitely a challenge and then the third one i'd say is to stay persistent you know over the course of the time so of course i had in this one year when i was juggling both of course i had situations where i was like will this really work out and oh my god like i'm overwhelmed but i've you know i've learned like over the course of the time how to deal with it the most important part is that you don't stay stuck in this feeling of overwhelm right it's an emotion like if you're overwhelmed it's just because your nervous system is very activated right so you need to do something to calm down your nervous system and so really diving deeper and like understanding how you work like then just go for a walk journal dance it out whatever it is but just don't stay stuck in that overwhelm because then that will you know make you stuck and you don't move forward and at the end when you set up your own business it it requires persistence you know persistence in a sense it's just like continue to do the right things regularly 
and the results will show, right? And so I'd say that these were the top three challenges that come into my mind now. I like how you explain all these challenges and how you overcame them because that's what we're really looking for. And one very interesting and important point that you touched upon is that everyone feels overwhelmed, but it is important to not get stuck in that emotion. And you also explain how to move on. I think that was amazing. So thanks, Claudia, for taking us through this amazing journey. I want to end with asking one question from what you've just mentioned. And I believe that's going to be very important for everyone who's listening to us or watching us today. You mentioned a while back that the most important, the most challenging part for you was to build your confidence mm. because there were many voices around your, you know, in your own family, in your surroundings. How did you build that confidence? Mm. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, what's really interesting. And the first time I heard that, it really kind of did something to me. And so I just want to warn that maybe people will feel the same way. However, there's some truth in that. So when I was in this situation, I heard someone saying, I think it was one of those motivation speakers like Tony Robbins or Nair Robbins or someone like that. They're just saying it's like, you always have a choice. So take, take, take it into your own hands and you always have a choice. In every single situation, no matter what you go through, you always have a choice. And I was like, what do you mean I always have a choice? You know, I mean, you know, like I was kind of like waiting for things to happen to me yeah. instead of me taking ownership and making things happen for me. Right. So I think that this was and it took me a while to understand it, but I I get it now. Like we really do have a choice. And so being confident is a choice. And at the same time, confidence is a skill. Like no none of us are born and straight away are the most confident people in the world. No, like you build your confidence. It's a skill. It's exactly the same like resiliency, for example, right? Or courage. It's a skill that you work on. And so I realized that I have a choice to actually, you know, develop that skills like confidence and courage and resiliency, or I have the choice to just stay in the moment and wait for something to happen. That's like, what at the end, you know, like no one will do it for me. Like no one will kind of build a business for me. And I'm just going to be like, Hey, I'm here, you know, like that, that's just not how that's going to work. Right. So I think that was for me the, the key point. And now every time I'm between like, when I have a lower moment or when I'm making a decision, or when I just want something to do differently, I'm just at telling myself, like, I have a choice. So what do I choose to do? Like, do I choose to stay stuck and feel miserable here? Or do I choose to make something and create, like, something for me that aligns with me and on top makes an impact on people, right? So I think that I really hope that people listening just understand that you have a choice. Like, if you want to be more confident in who you are, then choose to do that and choose to do the work to get to that point where you develop that muscle and develop that skill to be confident. That's terrific. And I think Claudia has some, summed up this episode so well, leaving you with the most efficient, actionable step that you can take in any situation. And it feels so interesting, you know, if you are in a situation where you feel stuck and you feel like, oh my God, I can't do this. And you, and if you just change that dialogue in your mind and if you say, I have a choice, let's give it a go. Let's try and see. And the moment you say, let's try and know that I have to get it right, it changes something in you and you have a hope and you do it. So thank you so much, Claudia. Um, I think this was a very good uh, episode definitely for me i felt like i'm getting a free coaching session 
<laughs> which is amazing because your energy is contagious and i would love love my listeners or people who are watching us that if they have loved what you have mentioned you know shared today i'm sure they have and if they're interested to learn more about you where can they find you yes of course and i have to say ishani like your energy is very affectious as well so you create a very good space so thank you for that thank you <laughs> so people can find me on social media mainly so linkedin it's claudia anavarias and on instagram it's claudia.varias um and i also have my own homepage claudiavarias.com so people can find me there lovely this is the amazing claudia varius over here and ishani nigam signing off before i do that oh my god i completely forgot this is a very interesting bit with, with which a lot of the list, listeners really like it which is i always request my guest speakers to leave with their favorite quote or a saying that they resonate with yes okay so one of the saying that i leave you here with is you will never know how amazing you are if you always try to be normal It's a quote by Maya Angelou. So don't be normal because if you stay normal, you never know how amazing you are. <laughs> so just That's go. amazing. It's not normal. <laughs> so listen to Claudia today. Don't be normal. Be yourself. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Hi, my friends. If you have reached us far today, firstly, thank you so much. It really means that you have learned something out of today's episode and you have enjoyed. So why don't you share it with me and let me know that what is that you have learned and what would you like to listen more in the upcoming episodes. I love to build a relationship with my viewers and audiences and know what really is that helping them. So you can follow me on my Instagram handle which is at myfirststepever_in and subscribe to my YouTube channel for weekly video updates. And yes, if you like what I do over here, follow my first step ever on Google, Apple or Spotify and please drop your rating to my show and comment. Well, this can be a way you can help me achieve my dreams to reach out to millions who need to hear this as I help you in your journey in taking the first step ever. Until next time, start believing in yourself and most importantly, keep believing in yourself. Thank you.